It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It's a pleasure to have you listening. So thank you. I'm Chloe Thomas. I'm the creator of the e-commerce master plan. I'm an author, speaker and advisor, and I focus on solving your e-commerce marketing problems. One of the other things I do that you might not know about is that I write white papers for businesses on the supplier side of e-commerce. So if a software company or an agency wants a killer lead magnet to drive those all-important email signups or to give away at a trade show or event, they come to me to write it. Over the last few years, I've written white papers for Trustpilot, Dotmailer and many more. So why am I telling you this at the start of today's episode? Well, because the content of those white papers is really good, even if I do say so myself. So I've persuaded a couple of my white paper clients to let me turn them into podcast episodes. And this is the very first. In this episode, I'm going to share a white paper about emotional commerce with you. I was commissioned to write it by the lovely Simon Bell, who runs Diligent Commerce, a Magento agency focused on emotional commerce. You may remember Simon from his session on emotional commerce in the 2017 e-commerce master plan virtual summit. So this is an expansion, I guess, upon that. Now, if you'd like to get this white paper and find out more about diligent commerce, then head to diligentcommerce.com. That's diligentcommerce.com. And if you'd like to commission me to write a white paper for your business, then head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash white paper. Okay, here we go. So the title is Emotional Commerce, How and Why Considering the Emotional Impact of Your E-Commerce Website Can Create Double-Digit Growth. It's all about decision making. In 2002, psychologist Daniel Kahneman was awarded a Nobel Prize for his work on understanding how humans make decisions. It wasn't the Nobel Prize for psychology, rather the prize for economics, because his work has had such an impact on business. Why? Because he identified how we really make decisions. Every purchase made of your products is the result of a number of decisions, almost none of which are made rationally. All that copy full of facts and justification for why they should buy your product a waste? Well, not entirely, but it's not as critical to making the sale as you might think it is. Time to learn what is critical. How humans make decisions. According to Kahneman, we make the great majority of our decisions with a reactionary, quick-moving part of our brain called System 1. It operates so much like a reflex we don't even realise it's there. The part of our brain we think is making all the decisions as we weigh up the pros and cons is called System 2. Often, all it's actually doing is justifying a decision System 1 has already made. System 2 is a heavy-duty, slow-moving computer that uses up a great deal of energy. So to conserve this energy, humans will take the shortcuts offered by System 1 for as many decisions as possible. Your customers subconsciously want to make quick System 1 decisions. Luckily for our energy and stress levels, the majority of the decisions in our lives are made by System 1, working quickly and quietly in the background. Rational System 2 only gets involved when System 1 is faced with a decision it can't quickly resolve. System 1 bases its decision-making process on what it has experienced in the past, the decisions you've previously made, the outcomes you've previously experienced. So what does this mean in practice? 
It means it's in your interest to help the customers keep System 2 well out of the picture and enable them to make fast decisions using System 1. To do that, keep things easy and familiar and customers will just fly through the checkout. If customers have a good experience as a result of a past decision relating to your business, they're more likely to decide in your favour again. Simple, sensible business practices, yes, but this is about much more than whether or not a parcel arrives on time. The power of cognitive bias. At the centre of Kahneman's work has been the search for cognitive biases. These are the moments when our decision-making system breaks down in a predictable way. There are hundreds of these flaws in the system, and some have been identified in monkeys, suggesting that they've been hardwired into our DNA for millennia. When a cognitive bias occurs, it means System 1 has made an imperfect decision. Here's a couple of cognitive biases that are relevant to retail. The IKEA effect. This is the tendency for people to place a disproportionately high value on objects that they are partially assemble themselves, such as furniture from IKEA, regardless of the quality of the end result. So can you get your customers involved in the creation process before or after purchase? The halo effect. The first impression of a person or thing sets up your subsequent beliefs about it. If the first impression is good, you'll assume everything about them is good. Ever found yourself passionately defending a brand when they've done something bad? The authority bias. The tendency to attribute greater accuracy to the opinion of an authority figure, unrelated to its content, and be more influenced by that opinion. So which authorities can you get to recommend your business? In each case, these biases rely on you finding ways to give the customer an experience that makes them feel positive emotions towards your brand. You can find out about all the cognitive biases on Wikipedia. Feel more positive. The handful of ideas we've discussed so far have probably already got you thinking of ways to improve your sales. That's because System 1 is clearly the e-commerce manager's friend. Tactics to encourage System 1 and avoid triggering System 2 are clearly a good idea. At the heart of this lie positive emotions, especially in a customer's first impression of your products, business and website. As Kahneman would say, a happy mood loosens the control of System 2. Once you know System 1, System 2 at the heart of the decision-making process, making the right first impression becomes more challenging. Because the right first impression involves every aspect of marketing and brand, from images to copy, from team training to product design and much more. And then you need to reinforce that feeling in the customer in each and every interaction. Make them feel happy and comfortable when they shop with you and use your products and they will buy more. Building emotional commerce at the micro level. Micro level emotional commerce is all about the small tweaks you can make to pages and marketing to trigger an increased likelihood of purchase. Many of these triggers are already eagerly implemented by thousands of businesses online and off. Three of the most powerful are social proof, helping new customers to trust a business by showing them that other people trust that business using reviews, testimonials and photos of happy customers. Urgency, making it clear to customers that they need to act fast to get what they want. One day sale, countdown select delivery day, cutoff times, etc. Scarcity. Getting customers to buy before they miss the opportunity of ever getting the product again. Only three left in stock, limited edition and so forth. 
Used on their own, these psychological tricks will create a conversion uplift. But to achieve the huge uplifts, as in the case studies we're going to be running through, you have to take an all-encompassing approach using both micro and macro methods to give your customers the right emotional experience. Making it work at the macro level. It's easy to get the theory. If I can make the customers feel more emotions, positive emotions, I can get them to buy more. But successful implementation at this macro level is much more complex to achieve. The best example in retail is the power of John Lewis's Christmas advert, especially 2014's advert, which featured Monty the Penguin. Have a watch of it on YouTube if you've not seen it yet. Packed with positive emotions, it delivered a great return on investment, £8 for every £1 spent, and contributed to the increase of John Lewis's market share from 22.5% in 2010 to 29.5% in 2016. It's a great example of how the right emotional commerce can increase loyalty with existing customers and bring new customers into the fold. Let's do our first case study now. Doubling e-commerce revenue by embracing emotion online. Women's designer clothing retail Lala Berlin, lalaberlin.com, needed to revamp their e-commerce business to differentiate from their competitors and create a user experience that would reflect their brand in captivating fashion. They wished to create a more immersive experience, including shoppable elements and editorial sections, a wow experience that immersed customers from the very first moment. To fully translate the premium nature and emotion of the brand into the digital world was a complex operation, but one that has been very worthwhile as e-commerce revenue has doubled since the redesigned site went live. Here are some of the key elements that went into making the project a success. Creating the right first impression. It is essential that customers get a strong sense of what the brand is about as soon as they visit the site, as this will make customers more inclined to explore the products and buy. As a captivating fashion brand, it is hugely important that the site should be visually arresting. As a low-friction e-commerce site, it must also be highly usable. Starting with a full-screen image for lifestyle content and collections, it instantly brings together the creative and commercial sides. Areas of the homepage were then optimised to include Instagram content and cinemagraphs without affecting page load speed times. This enabled the brand to easily bring their personality to the fore, building a deeper connection between them and their customers. Creating a low-friction user journey. Reducing friction isn't just about removing pain points, it's also about making what's already slick an even slicker customer experience. To enable customers to discover products with fewer clicks meant creating a completely new sitemap, which also enabled a much more SEO-friendly site structure. To go with this sitemap, a unique navigation structure was designed to be both very visual and highly usable. Plus, quick search was added to the navigation system, product filtering on all category pages, a sort by on all category pages. This all made the user journey considerably smoother and more enjoyable, leaving System 1 free to engage with the website on an emotional level without the need for clunky old System 2. That's the end of the the first case study. How should you start to embrace emotional commerce? Here are five areas from the macro to the micro which you can use to bring emotional commerce to your business. Doing one or two is pretty straightforward, but if you want to maximise the sales impact, you've got to take a holistic approach and do it all. One, what emotions should your customers feel? 
Before you can implement the powerful parts of emotional commerce, you need to have a grip on what you want customers to feel and an understanding of what you are currently making them feel. A great way to both find out what they feel now and test if your changes are having the impact you want is to run a five-second test on your homepage or any relevant collateral, so ads, etc. This is a test where you display your homepage to people from your target market for just five seconds and then ask them, what does this website make you feel? A great tool to do this is 5secondtest.com. If the answers are not what you want them to be, and they usually aren't the first time you run this test, then it's time to change that first impression. Simple tweaks of wording and imagery can do the job for the homepage, but remember you want to be giving a consistent experience to your customers, so it's not enough just to change the homepage. To really embrace the role emotion has to play in your business means revisiting every part of the business to make sure the right emotional messages are being consistently delivered. 2. Become familiar. Make it easy for System 1. Consistency of communication will pay huge dividends, making sure your customers are always getting the same impression of your business. That doesn't just mean putting the logo on everything. It includes tone of voice, visual style, quality and much more. You want to make sure that whenever the customer sees, hears, experiences your brand, that it feels the same. That will help System 1 feel comfortable and enable it to make any decisions based on the previously great interactions they've had with your business. As Kahneman would put it, familiarity breeds liking. Three, appeal to the System 1 process, not the System 2 process. If the great majority of decisions a human makes are done by System 1, why is your website content set up to appeal to System 2, the logical, rational part? If John Lewis massively grew their sales with an advert that was about a penguin, what is the story you need to put in front of the customer to create a powerful, positive connection with them? This is not about culling your existing content, though. It's about adding content and changing the focus of what you're putting in front of the customer. At the very least, that means an About Us page that explains the people, why and history behind the business and a homepage first impression that screams, this is us, we're great, love us. Four, remove friction and keep the customer happy. Keep System 2 on standby. Whether you knew about System 1, System to before you heard this white paper or not, you should always be working to remove friction from your customer's experience of your business. The product information they need, where they need it, customer service has the answers, a great delivery experience, a website that's a joy to use. Now you know about System 1, System 2, there is no excuse not to be making an effort to remove the friction, because friction makes System 1 unsure and leads to System 2 getting involved. 5. Deploy triggers. If you do nothing else as a result of hearing this white paper, at least add some emotional triggers to your website and marketing. Social proof builds trust and increases conversions. Scarcity is a great way to shift the end-of-line items. Urgency gets the sale today, not tomorrow. Let's go to another case study. Increasing conversion rate by 9% from graphic icons. Eastpack, eastpack.com, Retail premium luggage and backpacks. The online experience they were giving customers just didn't live up to the quality of the product, creating a suboptimal first impression and a lack of brand consistency. Improving the first impressions. The project began with working out what the key points of engagement for the consumer were and how they can be changed to inspire customers, leading to the purchase. 
This included finding ways to make use of the huge content resources Eastpac already had, including emotionally engaging photography, videos and copy. Eastpac have many customers who appreciate uniqueness, so core landing pages were redesigned to engage these new trends-driven consumers. Adding emotion to the site content. The complexity levels of different products in the Eastpac range varies greatly. One product page template was never going to create the right experience for every product. Implementing variable product page templates allowed high-end content management flexibility per product, super-refined merchandising and the necessary product education for customers, enabling the e-commerce team to bring the existing lifestyle content right into the product pages rather than leaving it elsewhere online. Reducing friction. Now, similar pages may have very different layouts. It's even more important to make it as easy as possible for the customer to know how to proceed with their purchase. Implementing hand-drawn icons consistently throughout the conversion process has created an easy path to follow and further visualised the shopping experience. That's the end of that case study. And now we've got a third case study for you. 66% year-on-year increase in e-commerce revenue. PurePlay technical performance and fitness wear brand Varley, varley varley.com, had an underperforming website. With the rebuild, they felt improving how the brand is seen online would be central to increasing conversion and boosting revenue. Replicating the brand and its emotion online. Varley's fitness products are all about movement. Flat product cutouts just don't deliver the emotional impact. Customers need to see the products in action, who's wearing them, how they're being worn and where they're being used. Putting photos of the brand's products in action across the website really enhanced the representation of the brand online. To further increase alignment with customers, the images used don't just come from their own photo shoots, but also from brand ambassadors and customers. Making this change propelled their brand growth and led to them being nominated for Best Pure Play Retailer under £50 million at the Drapers Digital Festival and Young Fashion Brand of the Year at the Drapers Awards. It's not just about the website. If you really want to connect with the customer, then you have to go beyond the confines of your own website. Instagram is an increasingly important channel for Varley, both for sales and to connect with their customers. The opportunity to implement a shoppable Instagram platform was a key growth strategy that fit with their focus on innovation. The platform solution was provided by 460 and Diligent Commerce worked to make sure the consistent brand identity would continue. This contextually powerful tool has generated further brand awareness, creating a ripple effect of user-generated content with hashtag Varley and hashtag Invali and has driven revenue online. So there's your case studies and key lessons. To stand out, you need to build an emotional connection with your customers. Enable them to make the decision to buy using their preferred system one method. Micro tactics will make a difference, but the big performance improvements come from the macro level. How will you reap the benefits of bringing emotion to your website? Well, there you go. Emotional commerce. A big thanks to Simon Bell and his team at Diligent Commerce for letting me share that with you. If you'd like to get this white paper and find out more about Diligent Commerce and given all three of those case studies are clients of theirs, why wouldn't you? Then head to diligentcommerce.com. And if you'd like to commission me to write a white paper for your business, then head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash white paper. Have a great week, everybody, and keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.